When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the My Maccas app. Value means more at Maccas. Welcome to the Maccas Run. Uh, very good evening to you and welcome to the Maccas Run on a Tuesday evening and a very important and a very serious Tuesday evening at that. Sam Hargraves is my name, the Maccas Run for the McSpicy Range at Maccas. Uh, as we go to air tonight, Peter Ryan from the uh, Age is reporting that the AFL has reached an agreement with the families involved in the allegations of historical racism at Hawthorne and has made no findings against Alistair Clarkson, Chris Fagan and Jason Bird. I'm reading this directly from Peter Ryan's story in the Age at the moment. Sources involved in negotiations said a deal was reached on Tuesday and the investigation would be wound up. Uh, the trio were accused of mistreating First Nations players, allegations they strenuously deny. Uh, we all know the backstory and the history behind this and the timeline as it has flowed over the last eight months from the cultural review that Hawthorne uh, undertook and the truth-telling sessions and independent investigation done by Phil Egan. That report then handed on to the AFL. The story by Russell Jackson that came out concluded Currently in the ABC, um, explosive allegations of the players uh, in telling what they believe their experience to have been at the Hawthorne Football Club. Uh, Chris Fagan, um, Alistair Clarkson and Jason Burt have always strenuously denied the allegations. They They have been wounded by the fact that they felt they've never been able to tell their story and their side of the story and mediation attempts have fallen over at every turn. It is dragged on and has been drawn out. We are told that Gil McLaughlin will front a press conference at 7.45 tonight um, to address where this is at and what decision has been made. But Peter Ryan is reporting that the AFL have reached an agreement with the families and that no findings uh, will be made against Alistair Clarkson, Chris Fagan and Jason Burt. So we will bring that press conference to you live at 7.45. Uh, until then, we'll quickly update you on what's happening at the tribunal tonight. So the first up was Luke Parker, uh, his dangerous tackle charge. Uh, he failed to have that downgraded, um, careless, medium impact and high contact. He's one of three that are being heard this evening. Uh, Luke Parker, 17 from 17 it was when... Uh, He failed to have his charge thrown out, so he will be suspended for this week's clash. The big news from the tribunal tonight, though, is that Adam Chera did get his one-match ban overturned. That's just coming through now. So 18 of 19 now this year with Adam Chera getting his ban downgraded. Um, David Zeta has been um, at the tribunal all evening and, and tweets and live streams the decisions as they come down. But we're being told that the decision being handed down at the moment is that Adam Scherer uh, has got off his one-match suspension. So we'll update you on that uh, a little more um, as the details of that come down. But as for Luke Parker, um, he argued that uh, Sam Walsh couldn't have been too bad. Uh, It's actually 17 of 17 uh, when his dangerous tackle ban was upheld. So 
Uh, it was on Sam Walsh, and he said that it couldn't have been too bad given Walsh went on to have the most possessions, which got a, a smile, apparently. Uh, from all and sundry, Jeff Gleeson said your point is understood. Um, Parker also rejected fully pinning the arm. He said oh, he was not aware that Walsh lost the ball. He said he tried to lower his centre of gravity to make sure that he didn't make any head contact. The important part of this in regards to all of these is that a player, this is what Jeff Gleeson had to say, a player who intends to tackle his opponent to the ground with momentum in a way that means forceful head-on ground contact is likely and who pins the defensive arm will absent other considerations likely have committed a dangerous tackle. So some circumstances may mean that even without a pinned arm, the tackle will be dangerous. Here, Parker did pin the arm and Walsh might have otherwise used to brace for impact. We find it was a dangerous tackle. He said the Luke Parker tackle carried Sam Walsh forward with momentum. It's clear to us his intention was to tackle Walsh to the ground. If not at the outset of the tackle, then very shortly after it commenced. So really important to, to get our heads around that because tackles being brought to ground uh, are going to run this risk. Just repeating, 7.45 tonight, we'll be taking the press conference. Gillan McLaughlin will be addressing the media in regards to uh, the Hawthorne uh, investigation into allegations of systemic racism or historical racism. Peter Ryan from The Age reporting that that will have Gill telling us that a resolution has been reached and that no findings be made against Alistair Clarkson, Chris Fagan and Jason Burt. We're going to take a break. Uh, before we get to the break, let's get a GRV update. Uh, time now to check out what's happening in the world of Greyhound Racing. Joining me as always, Trent Langscale from GRV. G'day, Trent. G'day to you, Sam. It's terrific to have a chat, especially when one of Australia's best greyhounds is in action this evening. Always a reason to get excited, Trent. The Pink Diamond Finals are at Warrigal June 16th, and there's a hint of the star power that will be on show at tonight's meeting. That's right, Sam. Baby JC is looking to claim her 23rd victory at start 40 in race 9 at 9.44. Baby JC is running for the first time since taking out the Group 1 Sapphire Crown Final at Sandown Park almost a fortnight ago. The Bob Douglas-trained Greyhound is at Warrigal in readiness for the Pink Diamond Finals. Baby JC is the $1.45 sports bet favourite, but she is facing a tough rival. Fred Rose won four successive races last month, and the Group 1 Harrison Dawson finalist is the $2.60 second elect. Trent, we move from the chills at Warrigal to the warmth of the Sunshine State with a heap of Victorian greyhounds heading to Albion Park. You're spot on, Sam. Seven heats of the Group 2 Flying Amy Classic and four heats of the Group 3 Carnival Chase are being staged on Thursday night. Group 1 finalist Elite Alex has won back-to-back races. He is $2.80 for the first heat of the Flying Amy Classic, which is race two. Group 3 winner Trooper Tears, $2.15 to win for the 11th time from 17 starts in the third heat, which is race four. Alpha Zulu is highly promising with five victories from seven starts, and he is the $2.25 favourite for the fourth heat, which is race five. Hector Forley brilliantly won the Group 3 Race Caller Showdown at Sandown Park on Friday night. He is the $1.70 favourite in the fourth heat of the Carnival Chase, which is race 12. Premier Racing at Sandown Park on Thursday night. It's also huge. Premier Racing at Sandown Park on Thursday night, Trent. Also huge with the celebration of women in racing as we thank them for everything they do to make the industry even better than it is. Thanks for joining us, mate, and providing us with all the latest Greyhound Racing news. Thank you, Sam. Remember, please gamble responsibly. Greyhound Racing continues under... Greyhound Racing secures employment for more than 4,000 Victorians. You can check out all the action live and free via the Watchdog app and the website.
Earn and redeem reward points when you order McDelivery via the My Maccas app. Value means more at Maccas. The Maccas run. The Maccas run. Live on your home of sport, SEN. Uh, the Maccas runs for the McSpicy range at Maccas, the Harcourts open line. Uh, for all things real estate, speak to Harcourts, your move, your Harcourts, and your temper text are always for 40 winks and temper. Temper Pro, temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. Temper, a mattress like no other, and you can get your unique bed match profile and find the right bed for you, 40 winks, serious about sleep. We're a couple of minutes away from getting to Gil McLaughlin's press conference Peter Ryan reporting in The Age that the AFL has reached an agreement with the families involved in the allegations of the historical racism at Hawthorne uh, and that Gil McLaughlin tonight will um, declare that no findings have been made against Alistair Clarkson, Chris Fagan and Jason Burt. So those three were, um, those three were accused of um, those three, the, Sorry about that. Uh, the trio were accused of mistreating First Nations players. Um, they've denied strenuously those allegations. Um, Alistair Clarkson has taken leave from the North Melbourne Footy Club as senior coach, uh, and we've seen the toll that has been taken. Uh, the toll that is taken on those three, and um, we understand obviously there's an incredibly heavy toll on the families involved uh, as well as this has drawn been drawn out over the last eight months uh, or more. So. Gil McLaughlin to speak at 7.45 and we will find out where this all sits. But as we know at the moment, there have been no winners uh, in any way on any side of it at all. The tribunal tonight, Luke Parker failed to have his one match ban overturned. So with Swans having the bye this week, he'll miss uh, next week's clash against the Saints on Thursday night. Adam Chera became uh, the first player this year to have a dangerous tackle charge downgraded. Uh, at the tribunal. So they argued that the uh, incident, they argued against rough conduct and against the incident being a dangerous tackle. Uh, Cherit noted that Luke Parker was pushing him into Tom Hickey before the contest and argued that he had not much grip on the ruckman. He said he didn't pin his arms. He said, I didn't get a grip on the tackle at all. I had fingers around his left tricep and the other arm around his back. He said, I had no other option. Parker on my back, pushing me into his path with his, with his force coming through. I didn't have any other option. Um, the scrutiny, uh, according to David Zeta's report, was on whether Chera was holding or controlling Hickey with the Blues arguing, I wasn't really grabbing anything to let go of. I was taking in his force. So they also pointed the fact that Hickey had long hair and the panel should be careful and not be distracted by the head movement of a player with long hair. Uh, the AFL did dismiss the Blues' suggestion that Chera had little to no impact uh, on the tackle, but they were successful in getting it uh, downgraded. So he will be free to play uh, this weekend with the Blues playing Melbourne on Friday night. And they are pretty injury riddled at the moment, the Blues, with all the other drama going on in and around the Carlton Football Club. Adam Cherry was a player that they could least afford uh, to lose. So Cherry gets off. So it's good news for the Blues. Uh, Rory Laird is the next case tonight. And then Jaeger O'Meara and for his dangerous tackle, and Dane Zorko for contact to the eye region will contest uh, the MRO decisions that were handed down to them uh, tomorrow night. Um, this was uh, Rory Laird uh, when asked about uh, his tackle. You have 16 tackles and uh, one bloke through momentum may hit his head. How difficult is it out there now? 
and how much are you thinking about it when you're trying to play the game? Yeah, it does come into your mind a bit. Um, obviously, I wasn't thinking at that point of time um, to sort of slow it up. I just, as you said, you're sort of in the heat of the moment and there's a fair bit going on. And um, obviously, I didn't mean to do it. Um, but at the same time, you can see where they're coming from with it. It's just a very fine line at the moment. So hopefully, mine is uh, not of the result that we want. And um, yeah, it's just interesting to see how it will play out. But Judging by what's happened around the league this week and some of the other ones, then um, yeah, they're obviously looking at it pretty closely. So it'll be a bit interesting to see um, yeah what that result is. So uh, Rory Laird at the moment is uh, not going to give evidence. The Crows pleaded not guilty to rough conduct. Um, if it is rough conduct, the Crows have argued that it should be reduced to low impact. Uh, so the third and final case tonight, uh, Rory Laird. This was Nathan Buckley as we're just waiting for uh, Gil McLaughlin to uh, sit down to take his position as the AFL and Gil are set to provide an update into the Hawthorne racism investigation. This was Nathan Buckley's uh, impassionate chat with Jared Waitley today about the spate of dangerous tackles, about the direction uh, of the tackle and the AFL's stance on dangerous tackles. I would expect that the... The trend's your friend, <laughs> and if you're uh, if you're going up and you're trying to uh, challenge or appeal, you'd want to have something that's a little bit different to what's gone up um, as it stands. the The AFL have been and the tribunal have been hell bent on on changing any any potential head trauma in this particular action and in this particular instance. It's happened through the bump. It's happening through the tackle. And it will continue through the rest of our game to try and avoid any possible uh, litigious um, future around head trauma and head knocks, which will change the game fundamentally. Um, and we're in the midst of that. So, yeah, we need, I suppose, as a naysayer to the way that it's being done around the tackling, um, I have to accept that that there are bigger um, bigger issues at play around the medico-legal um, liability that the AFL feels that it's um, that it's going to be applied to it, and it's going to high, hold itself to a higher form of rigor in regards to trying to take away all head contact out of the game. Nathan Buckley uh, earlier on today with Jared Waitley, SEN.com.au to hear the full chat. We're being told seven fifty for Gil McLaughlin, so we're going to push off the tee back with myself and Nick Ahern till about 8.15 to take in that press conference. We'll check in with Sam Edmund after the press conference as well, just um, to bring us up to speed on the history of this and then what this all means uh, moving forward. Uh, Gil McLaughlin to provide an update onto the investigation into um, allegations of racism at Hawthorne by past Indigenous and First Nations players. So the AFL have just released a statement before Gil McLaughlin's press conference today. Uh, they say that the AFL today announced outcomes in relation to the independent panel investigation into allegations of inappropriate conduct at the Hawthorne Football Club. From the moment that the Hawthorne Football Club's Bin Mata report was leaked without any opportunity for input from the persons against whom serious allegations were made, it has been a period of high distress for all parties. The AFL wishes to reiterate and acknowledge the significant emotional toll it has taken on everyone affected by this complex and delicate situation, those who told their stories and those who stood accused, and the public nature of how it has played out since late September 2022. With this backdrop, any investigation was going to be challenging. 
We believe strongly, as we did in setting up the independent investigation in October 2022, that the appointment of an independent panel is and was the best possible way to deal with these serious allegations. The AFL thanks panel chairman Bernard Quinn KC and panel members Tim Goodwin, Jacqueline Turfray and Julie Buxton for their work over the last seven months. The purpose of the independent panel investigation was to investigate relevant matters and make the recommendations to the AFL, including as to whether any person should be the subject of disciplinary action for, for breach of AFL rules and the resolution today should be viewed through that lens. So I'll just read that part again. The purpose of the independent panel investigation was to investigate relevant matters and make recommendations to the AFL, including as to whether any person should be the subject of disciplinary action for breach of AFL rules and the resolution today should be viewed through that lens. The AFL is only able to impose sanctions for breaches of AFL rules on persons subject to the AFL rules and respects the rights of various parties to the investigation and those who decided not to participate to pursue claims in other legal forums. Today's outcomes do not interfere with those rights. Today, the AFL and the six complainants who took part in the process with the endorsement of the independent panel, including panel chairman Bernard Quinn QC, have resolved as follows. Just keeping an eye to see when Gil will come up and probably read this exact statement himself. Uh, no adverse findings have been made in the independent investigation against any of the individuals against whom allegations have been made. The complainants wish to resolve all differences with the AFL. As a result of this agreement, the complainants do not wish to pursue the independent panel investigation, which they wholeheartedly supported, or make any claims against the AFL in any other process, including um, the AHRC or court in relation to their allegations, the Australian Human Rights uh, Commission, that would be. The complainants agree that their allegations should not be further investigated by the independent panel. The AFL has now terminated the independent panel investigation with the consent of the complainants with no charges to be brought against any person subject to the AFL rules as a result of the independent investigation. The parties make the following acknowledgements. The AFL acknowledges each one of the complainants feels hurt, pain and anguish following their time at the Hawthorne Football Club. The parties acknowledge that the manner in which their allegations were leaked to the media was not in any party's best interest. The complainants acknowledge that the independent panel established by the AFL was a positive and constructive process for their allegations to be fully and fairly investigated in a culturally safe way and that they only have agreed and that they have only agreed to the termination of that process because of this agreement. This agreement does not preclude the AFL from bringing a charge under the AFL rules against Hawthorne with respect to the commissioning and oversight of the Bin Mata report. The AFL greatly values all players and officials in our game and commits to work, working with all clubs and all its people in continually improving the environments and ensuring they are welcoming, supportive and understanding of everyone who comes to our game. Uh, the AFL, there have been hundreds of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander players who have played our game and who have collectively played more than 25,000 games. The AFL knows that during the long history of our game, there have been instances of racism and that players have been marginalised, hurt or discriminated against because of their race. And for that, we say sorry. The AFL further commits to devoting significantly increased resources to its continuous improvement model focused on measures to combat racism and the improvement of cultural safety of First Nations players and their families in the AFL and AFLW. We are wholeheartedly dedicated to meeting our obligations to make the game 
stronger and safer for all players. And we understand that requires us to continually address our structures and systems. And to this end, the AFL agrees to undertake a series of initiatives listed at the bottom of the statement. Um, There's a statement from uh, Bernard Quinn KC as well. Uh, And then the AFL uh, lists a number of commitments. So I'm just keeping an eye on the screen as we're awaiting Gil McLaughlin to um, come on and deliver this statement uh, officially. Uh, I can see that there's a, a lot of text coming through. We'll, we'll do our best to, to try and work through some of those uh, on the 40 Winks temper text. Um, just some of the, the initiatives that the AFL have committed to undertaking. The AFL continues to benefit greatly from the contributions of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander players and the increasing diversity of participants in our game, whether it is players, staff, coaches, umpires, and administrators, broadcasters, governance, leaders, corporate partners, and fans. Uh, a number of steps have been undertaken. I'm sort of just reading this uh, as we go. So um, at this stage, Gil McLaughlin's still not sitting down. He will probably detail a lot of these strategic undertakings, and if he doesn't, then uh, we'll bring them to you as well. But just to repeat, no findings against Alistair Clarkson, Chris Fagan, or Jason Burt, and the independent investigation commissioned by the AFL in October last year has come to an end. And Gil McLaughlin will speak to that very shortly. Just a quick update from the tribunal as well. David Zeta tweeting this out live. Uh, Rory Laird not giving evidence tonight. Luke Parker had his ban upheld, making it 17 from 17, failing to get a dangerous tackle ban overturned. But Adam Chera made it 17 out of 18 when he had his one-match ban overturned at the tribunal this evening. Uh, so Rory Laird not giving evidence, but the Crows have pled uh, not guilty to rough conduct. If it is, the Crows argue the impact should be reduced to low. Off the text, why read all of this? The presser will. Well, you never know. <laughs> you might be very right. Right, so we're just not getting any movement uh, at the moment. So it was initially scheduled to be at 7.45, then 7.50. Uh, and at the moment, at uh, 7.55, we just haven't got Gil McLaughlin uh, up on screen yet. And uh, given that we don't want to miss any of that, um, we won't be going to an ad break just yet. Uh, off the tee, by the way, for those who uh, do tune in for what I'm sure at some stage will be an award-winning uh, golf show, our dedicated golfing show on SEN. And we're pushing that back to 8.15 to take in this press conference, given... Uh, the significant and the serious nature of it. Uh, so at 8.15, uh, myself and Nick Ahern will take you through uh, the week in golf. And then the global game will be at 9 o'clock in its regular spot as well. So it looks like Gil McLaughlin is arriving now. So in a few moments, as he steps into the room, So if he does just read exactly the same statement that I have just read, I do apologise, but you need to hear it from the man himself. Uh, So let's get to the press conference. Gil McLaughlin, the CEO of the AFL. 
will get going in just a moment. He's just fixing up the 10 News microphone. Here we go. I appreciate it was late notice and it's uh, more short notice late in the day. Today we announce a set of outcomes in relation to the independent panel investigation into allegations of inappropriate conduct at the Hawthorne Football Club. I want to say that for the moment the Hawthorne Football Club's Bin Mata report was leaked without any opportunity for input from the persons against whom serious allegations were made. It has been a period of high distress for all parties. The AFL wishes to reiterate and acknowledge the significant emotional toll has taken on everyone affected by this complex and delicate situation. Those who told their stories and those who stood accused. And the public nature of how it has played out since late September last year. With this backdrop, any investigation was going to be challenging. We believe strongly, as we did in setting up the independent investigation in October 2022, that the appointment of an independent panel is and was the best possible way to deal with these serious allegations. The AFL thanks panel chairman Bernard Quinn KC and panel members Tim Goodwin, Jacqueline Turfrey and Julie Buxton for their work over the last seven months. The purpose of the independent panel investigation was to investigate relevant matters and make recommendations to the AFL, including as to whether any persons should be the subject of disciplinary action for breach of AFL rules, and the resolution today should be viewed through that lens. The AFL is only able to impose sanctions for breaches of AFL rules on persons subject to the AFL rules, and they respect the right of the various parties to the investigation and those who decided not to participate to pursue claims in other legal forums. Our outcomes today do not interfere with those rights. Today, the AFL and the six complainants who took part in the process, with the endorsement of the independent panel, including panel chairman Bernard Quinn KC, have resolved as follows. No adverse findings have been made in the independent investigation against any of the individuals against whom allegations have been made. The complainants wish to resolve all differences with the AFL. As a result of this agreement, the complainants do not wish to pursue the independent panel investigation, which they wholeheartedly supported, or make any claims against the AFL in any other process, including the Australian Human Rights Commission or court in relation to their allegations. The complainants agree that the allegations that they have made should not be further investigated by the independent panel. The AFL has now terminated the independent panel investigation with no charges to be brought against any person subject to the AFL rules as a result of the independent investigation. The agreement today does not preclude the complainants from taking other action or preclude the AFL from bringing a charge under AFL rules against Hawthorne Football Club with respect to the commissioning and oversight of the Bin Mata report. 
the AFL. For those who are just joining us, this is Gil McLaughlin, the CEO of the AFL, uh, reading a statement in regards to the investigation into uh, allegations of racism at the Hawthorne Football Club. An agreement has been reached and no findings against the three men accused. We'll take you back to the press conference. The AFL greatly values all players and officials in our game and commits to working with all clubs and all its people to continually improving the environments and ensuring they are welcoming, supportive and understanding of everyone who comes to our game. There have been hundreds of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander players who played our game and who have collectively played more than 25,000 games. The AFL knows that during the long history of our game there have been instances of racism and that players have been marginalised, hurt or discriminated against because of their race. And for that we say sorry. The AFL further commits to devoting significantly increased resources to its continuous improvement model focused on measures to combat racism and the improvement of culturally safe First Nations players and their families in the AFL and AFLW. We are wholeheartedly dedicated to meeting our obligations to make the game stronger and safer for all players and we understand that requires us to continually address our structures and systems and to this end the AFL agrees to undertake a series of initiatives as listed in the media release. This is an imperfect resolution and I want to reiterate that the way this, the way this report emerged has led, uh, it has led to being a period of high distress for all parties and sure it was always going to be difficult to find an outcome. Again, I want to acknowledge the significant emotional toll that's taken on everyone affected by this complex and delicate situation. Let me take questions. On what basis could you pursue charges against Hawthorne? I'm asking what rule does that come under? Uh, well, that'll be a decision for uh, the General Counsel and or the Commission, but obviously there's uh, a broad range of rules, whether it be um, conduct unbecoming or bring the game into disrepute or whatever it is. I'm not preempting it, but I'm certainly not ruling that out. And given that this has dragged on for eight months, is this something that you would frustrate? So if you don't have this drawn out any further? Yeah, I think that'll be something that's done in a reasonably expeditious manner. Can you say that you wish to, that parties wish to resolve matters with the AFL? Have they been resolved? Yes. Does this resolve them? It does with the AFL, yes. No, there is no financial component to this. Does the AFL support the complainants taking this to the federal court? We support all parties doing what they want to do from here. We, we, I'm not making a comment whether they should or should not. We were supportive of any action that individuals uh, would, would want to take forward. Do you expect that to happen both, from both sides of this situation? I'm, I'm not going to preempt or make comment in that. Uh, I think that um, this has been a, a very difficult period for everyone involved. I think that it's one of the more challenging things that I've um, that I've seen in the game, and I just want to acknowledge um, the the pain and the toll um, of all involved. And the, I'd go back to this report being leaked in the way it was, and there was always going to be a difficult period ahead. And the pain that's been experienced by everyone who's been a part of this, I want to acknowledge it. Is there scope to investigate the, the Zach story? Does the AFL have any plans to, to look at that? I think, um, again, I, I'm comfortable to say that. Zach wasn't a party to this. Um, I think the people there, if the people want things looked at, they need to be able to be comfortable telling their story. And if, if there's something that needs to be looked at, we would, but we don't have anything in front of us. The result that there's no charges against three individual respondents, have you spoken with them and are they comfortable with this 
said we've acknowledged hurt to the people yes. who made the claims, but we've not acknowledged. I've acknowledged hurt more substantively of all involved in this, claimants and defendants, Michael. Not in, not in, the, not in what I released, and I, I, I'm, that's, the defendants are not a, a party to this, yeah. but more broadly, there's been hurt everywhere, and I want to acknowledge that. With, with regards to the referencing in the, of the Hawthorne um, undecided element, what specifically is it that you may look at? Um, I think that the the, um, the process whereby allegations were aired without anybody having the ability to respond to them uh, has provided an environment where there has been many parties, complainants and the defendants, put in a hugely vulnerable situation and it's had an impact across the industry for, you know, all First Nations people and others and I think that's something that needs to be... Um, Contemplated. So, so does it, does it, with the, with the uh, Hawthorne, if Hawthorne is to, um, you know, sort of uh, be charged under bringing. Yeah, and I'm not saying that, I'm just saying there's uh, nothing I'm about not, this. I'm, not, I'm saying, I'm, I'm not putting words in your mouth, I'm yes. just asking the question. If they are to be charged under some umbrella rule, would that be a monetary penalty? Could it be points? Could it be. I'm not prejudging anything, Tony. Um, well, the point I made was. This resolution today doesn't preclude that and certainly doesn't say that it's not definitive that it would happen. It's just being clear. How can the independent panel make these findings having not interviewed the coaches? The independent panel has got a whole series of documents, other pieces with them. They actually endorse a resolution. This is a resolution today that was, was um, stimulated by a request from the complainants for mediation. There's a whole series of documents that are with the panel. It's, a, it's a, a resolution that's been worked through with the AFL and the complainants and it's been endorsed by the independent panel chairman given every, all the stuff he has in front of him. And, 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 and for, sorry, the panel represented through the chairman. It's also not endorsed by the individual respondents. They're not a party to it, no. You call this an imperfect resolution. What's the desirable outcome? I think it's, it's an outcome that gives certainty for the defendants that they are, there are no adverse findings. And it gives, it's been given a process that has been endorsed uh, by the, claimant, uh, the complainants where they feel heard. Part of this is people who have uh, historically feel hurt and anguish, which I acknowledge, providing a forum for them to be heard, and that's happened through this as well. With the formation of the independent panel, with, with hindsight, would you, or could you, AFL, have done it any differently? I've thought about that a lot, Damo. I feel there's, there's pieces here and there you could do, but um, I think an independent body was the right panel here with with the appropriate composition of diversity and uh, skill sets. And I think it's been a long process, but they're very serious allegations. And I think today at least we have a resolution where uh, there is a resolution where the defendants have been cleared of breaching the AFL rules in, in an in agreement with the complainants and endorsed by the independent panel chairman. And we also have complainants who feel who endorse the process and have feel heard through it. And we, uh, I think in the end, from where we were, I feel uh, as difficult and imperfect as it is, it's a situation that actually has, has brought this thing to a head. If you have got line of sight on, on what was in the Hawthorne report, before it was given to you or the manner it was given to you, what would you have said 
that needed to happen before you were to get involved? If I'd seen it before, just clarify. If, if what was given to you, in, in the manner in which it was given to you, without a right of reply to the three people who were facing allegations? I'll, I'll widen it out, Damon, to say that I think you know, one of the learnings is that reports might get commissioned, but they need to be living, breathing documents and that, that change with different facts and different circumstances. And I think the construct needed to evolve and be fluid given the seriousness of the allegations that emerged through it. Just to clarify, have there been any payments to the complainants at all? No, zero. We will conduct the investigation now into the the, oh, the, the, well, that'll be led by the general counsel, Stephen Mead. Great. Last one, Sam. Well, Andrew Newbold, he's the commissioner. He's an AFL commissioner. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Sorry it's late. CEO of the AFL, Gil McLaughlin. So we went through the details of the press release earlier on, and then you heard it from Gil himself and, and the questions uh, that were asked uh, by the assembled media as well. So a resolution has been reached between all parties. So the resolution was reached at the request of the complainants, no findings against uh, the three coaches. That was endorsed by the complainants as well. The AFL hasn't ruled out sanctions against the Hawks and have said that this finding in has no bearing on further action that the complainants may take through other means. Let's get to our Chief Sports Reporter, Sam Edmund, Sam, hello. Sammy, good evening to you. Not a resolution for mine. I mean, Gil McLaughlin might call it imperfect, but uh, it's a resolution for the AFL only, isn't it? I mean, Hawthorne, wide open now. Human Rights Commission, wide open for now. Less a resolution, more of an update, if you will, because, uh, boy, I think, well, I think we can spin off in all sorts of directions here, as has been flagged, both in the statement and from Gil McLaughlin tonight. Gil being asked, um, was it the right way to go by Damien Barrett, I thought was interesting uh, in, in the press conference, Sam, and, and I suppose that will be judged in the fullness of time. But just how did we get to this point? What's happened behind the scenes to your understanding that has us where we are at 10 past eight on this Tuesday evening after eight months of this? Yeah, fascinating, isn't it? It's an understatement. So eight months after these horrific allegations were aired, the AFL shut the book on it, as I say. So a resolution reached. Now, this is really surprising given the weekend we've just had, one where a proposal, multiple proposals, was so refuted by the collection of families involved that they actually threatened Sam to walk away from their legal rep, Leon's wire, you know, under the guise of, well, Leon, are you acting for the AFL or are you acting for us? So that looked like it was going to break down for a time. And all the while, no proof against Fagan, Clarkson or Burt. Serious allegations, yes, but at this stage, unproven. That trio categorically deny any wrongdoing, as we know. And I thought the more interesting side of it was a resolution's been reached from the AFL, Sam, but no apology from the league on this case specifically. Anyway, only acknowledgements, multiple acknowledgements. And it's a statement tonight that puts Hawthorne squarely in the gun, as I say, but no, no apologies from the league at all. So what's gone on behind the scenes, most interesting, no financial settlement or component to this in any direction. Gillen was asked that repeatedly. So clearly here the spin-off is that uh, that Hawthorne, as, as we say, are, are absolutely in the gun. We'll get to them in a moment. And the Human Rights Commission, absolutely, I'd expect an avenue to be explored um, out the other side of it as well. So in the statement, Gill references the pain and, and, and the anguish and the toll that this has taken on the families, the First Nations and Indigenous families. He was asked about the coaches as well and acknowledged the pain and the hurt for them. Uh, explain to me, Sam, how 
it was a good question that was asked in the press conference. I'm hoping you can elaborate on it a bit more. How can the the independent uh, panel put forth this as a resolution when there was no mediation that took place and they haven't spoken to the three coaches? I, I find that extraordinary as well. They had all the documents. They had the four out of the six main families and then yet this is where we're at, but they still haven't spoken to the coaches. Yeah, you're right. I can't explain why they haven't been able to get all parties to the table for, for mediation. I just cannot sit here now and explain that to you, Sam. I mean, it was explained away tonight with that question by Gil McLaughlin to say, well, the Bernard Quinn KC and the panel and the four-person panel were privy to the you know 30,000-plus documents that have been tabled over time, all the interviews, all the minutes, all the statements taken. But the fact that they've found a resolution whereby the three accused, Jason Burt, Chris Fagan, Alistair Clarkson, haven't even been able to give their versions of the truth, if you like, apart from um, uh, the odd statement here and they're mm. denying any wrongdoing, is uh, is quite extraordinary on the surface of it. Uh, uh, as I say, it, it, it's the fact that the AFL have been able to, for lack of a better word, uh, absolve themselves from this is quite an extraordinary piece of negotiating. As I say, out of the back of a weekend where uh, uh, the, one of the proposals that was uh, was being taken to the AFL had the family so enraged that they were walking away and considering new legal avenues. So for them to get here to this point on a Tuesday night at 8 o'clock is quite extraordinary. Um, and, and Hawthorne for that, that process as well, which we'll get to. Um, I mean, the AFL saying... It, this, this jumped out in the statement from mine from the AFL. This agreement does not preclude the AFL from bringing a charge under AFL rules against the Hawthorne Football Club. Now, many questions came for Gil on that. What would that look like? Would, would it be fine? Would it be draft picks? What would it be? And he said, look, I'm not running ahead of that, of course. It's a, it's a question for the for, for the Commission and the General Counsel as well. But clearly there with with, um, with with Reeves stepping aside as a CEO, Justin Reeves down there at, at Hawthorne. The writing's been on the wall for a period of time. So who knows where we go here from, from Hawthorne. Um, but a broad range, whether it be conduct unbecoming, game into disrepute, all on the table apparently at the moment. We've got people trying to find, the, people trying to figure this out. I'm watching the text come through, Sam. People are trying to, does, so what does this mean? Does this mean that, um, th- does this mean that the, the the three coaches did nothing wrong? Does this mean that, um, that the, the players, that their stories weren't true? Does this, people have got all these questions mm. and there's, and there's, is there any way that we can, we can answer that? Because people, and I think, will be rushed to say, well, they mustn't have done anything wrong. Or, but we don't know that they have strenuously denied. The players believe that they were wronged, but yet no one can tell us where this actually sits in in that regard. I mean, so mm. the word resolution, as you say, doesn't seem to fit here. No, it's not a resolution at all. To be honest, I mean, it's a resolution as far as one of the three parties, if we can call them that. So we've got uh, the accusers, the accused, and the AFL. So in the AFL have been able to resolve it in their own mind, as I say, and, and obviously um, Section B here of their own statement simply says the complainants wish to resolve all differences with the AFL. Yep. Um, and they do not wish to pursue the independent panel investigation, which they supported, um, or make any claims against the AFL in any other process, whether it be in court or in relation to the allegations or the Human Rights Commission as well. So the AFL have been able to strike a deal here where nothing can come back to bite them. This doesn't mean the allegations aren't true, but it doesn't mean that they've uh, they've been proven beyond um, any reasonable doubt, and it doesn't mean that they've been refuted adequately either because, again, at the risk of repeating myself, the three accused haven't been able to give their version of no. the truth yet. So no, nothing in... You're right, nothing in that regard has changed, which why which is why 
um, you know, it's somewhat uh, disheartening to say that, it, that it's far from over. It is absolutely far from over. There'll be legal avenues from this. I mean, the, the AFL hinted that multiple times in their statement. Gillan McLaughlin did the same um, when it came to his press conference moments ago. So Hawthorne is a separate issue. That's for the AFL. Um, and, and, you know, obviously the way that that report um, was conducted, the Bimata report, the way it was leaked without the opportunity, Gil, um, for the persons against the allegations are made to... to um, to respond has created high distress for all parties. It's clearly angered the AFL. So that's that's its own issue at the moment. You'd expect a sanction there for Hawthorne. And then the families that are involved, and there's other families as well, Sam, that aren't, haven't even been involved and been willing to subject themselves as well, mind you, yep. with this four-person independent panel that will be pursuing their own legal outcomes out the other side of it as well. So there could be as many as six families go before the Human Rights Commission mm. here. So this is, has, has always been the case that this will go for a long, long period of time, and nothing tonight changes that for mine. And you're 100% right. So this you're far from over, as you say, and, 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 and in no way... Are we any clearer? And, and in no way has anything been clarified and in no way um, has this been, has a place been found, a, a peaceful place been found for anybody involved. And as you say, it's only going to get uh, more intense and it's only going to go further from here. Yeah. Um, anything you want to add before we, we let you go, Sam? It's going to be a busy day with for you tomorrow. Gary and Tim from six, Jared from nine, and uh, you'll be all across it, we know. Yeah, well, we're all searching for meaning, as you say, and the texts are often an accurate guide off the top because this is what we're all feeling at the moment, the search for meaning, the search for what does it all actually equate to in the aftermath, Sam. And when you boil it all down, for mine, not a heck of a lot. I mean, there'll be a Human Rights Commission hearing. I mean, for that to to get there and the six parties destined for that, I mean, that will involve compulsory mediation, that would be, between the families and Clarkson and Fagan and Burt who, yes, have denied wrongdoing, but will finally get to speak. Yep. If conciliation can't be reached there, a hearing will be held in the federal court as well. So we just keep stepping up a level and stepping up a level, but at least proper process could be followed here, whereby at least all parties get to the table and, um, and, and potentially we get to hear the other side of things as well. So it hangs over everybody's head um, for the foreseeable future, except the AFL, uh, by the sounds of it. Sam, great job. A late night and you'll have an early morning tomorrow, mate. We really appreciate you jumping on just to explain what's taken place, the history around it and what might be to come. Uh, Really appreciate it. No, no problem, Sam. Thanks for having me. Sam Edmund, Chief Sports Reporter on SEN, who will be in the thick of it tomorrow. Don't forget Gary and Tim uh, will bring you their view and the latest from 6am, Jared Waitley from 9 as well, and then all through the day on SEN with Dwayne Russell and the run home with Andy and Gazy and Sports Day with Jared and Kane. Um, that's where we will leave it tonight on the Macca's Run. Um, we've got Off the Tee coming up next, our dedicated golfing program, and then uh, the global game as well. Appreciate there's a lot of text coming through on the 40 Winks temper and people wanting to have their say with calls, um, but we've got uh, committed programming that we will get to as well. Uh, this has been the Macca's Run for the new season of the Spicy Range, the McSpicy Range at Macca's. Uh, thank you for all your texts on the 40 Winks Temper text and sorry we weren't able to take any more of your calls on the Harcourts open line for all things real estate. Speak to Harcourts. Your move, your Harcourts off the tee is up next on SEN.